Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Frank. It's Pottercast 182. Hello, hello, hello. 182. Yay. Howdy, howdy. 182, ready for you. I'm Melissa, I'm here with John, Frack and Sue. Mm-hmm. Again, Howdy. and we're here. We thought we we're going to have a nice, calm, mm-hmm. relaxing podcast this week, but no, yeah. we had to get a whole new trailer. Oh, <laughs> we knew it was coming for like a week. We did. Totally. It's, it's the, the international it. dateline. An thing. elephant told me. It was in my tip box, my, my Joe box. <laughs> no, I don't even think Joe knew this one was coming. Probably not. What? I don't think Joe's anybody knew this one was coming. Joe has this council in her room that has just like a bunch of buttons on it, and she just touches like the trailer button or like the poster button or like the scandal button, whatever right. she's bored. Before we get into it, the, what's it, what's in the show this week? We have this, and then, hey, editors, listen to me, because this might change. This, um, we're going to talk about the new Japanese trailer, and we're going to talk about Snape in Canon Conundrums. Yeah. And a bit by bit, I think. No? Well, I'm a wide plethora of Harry Potter related things on this week's 182, but of course, before yes. that, before we get to the trailer, what do As we always, always do here? This show is brought to you by Sue's News. Sue's News. Oh. We have news. We have news starting, and I think Melissa can actually talk about our first bit of news that um, we learned a little bit more about the ha- Hallows of Hogwarts. Oh, yes, this is funny because, um, you know, basically I was kind of idly sifting through my J.K. Rowling interview and I've been from from my book and I've been putting like the little bits that didn't really fit into the book um, onto the web. And I didn't know that I had something like this in there. And I was, it's, it was like I looked at this piece of information in the interview and it was like my eyes had refocused mm-hmm. all these many times looking at this interview. I didn't realize that I had a former uh, title, a working title for Deathly Hollows just sitting in there all this time. <laughs> but, it's like it's like it's like missing the gold nugget when you're <laughs> when you're when you're mining, you know, mm. it's it's really strange because. You know, to to a news trained mind, that that jumps out. But because Hallows of Hogwarts had been on lists of previous titles, it didn't right. stand out as. Ah. But it, the difference is that it had been on lists of potential previous titles, but J.K. Rowling had never fingered it as an actual working title. We know there were some that she talked about that we never um, got identified, like um, Elder Wand and right. something else. But. So anyway, so I'm going through this interview and I saw that there and I called Sue and I said, Sue, just am I going crazy? What is this really news? Did I, it's possible I missed this? And she's like, I, I don't know. I, I think so. So long story short, for for many years, or I don't know about many, but years, Hallows mm-hmm. of Hogwarts was the working title for Deathly Hallows. It's crazy. But she says something else interesting in the interview. She says that um, everything changed and so then it became Deathly Hallows. And I wonder if she was trying originally to shape the story around it being all items of Hogwarts. Right. Ah. I think so. You know? Mm. 
just so much you can speculate on. It's amazing because, I mean, we never heard her say this title. I mean, we never did. I mean, we heard all those things, the sea bottom things. And Melissa has a great post on her website if you go to it. It's Because it's, I remember, because I was one of those people, like, even before I, like, joined Leaky, like, bombing them with emails about stuff about like titles and stuff and and now to have this list and it was really interesting because if you think about what she she came up with it could have been just the the pervils or pair how do you say their name pair peverels i think peverels yes. yeah that's it and and so to change it of like of hogwarts is is it means it has to be I know. I mean, where where would you get the gaunts? You know, it just didn't make any sense. So, but I think that's really cool. I thought that was a cool scoop, actually. Way to go, Melly. No, no, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even time. have a way to go. Exactly. I can't even have a way to go because I feel like a like a total shameful journalist for not noticing it before. But it's like Shame. it's like being given a gig, a gigantic gift full of a thousand awesome items, and there's one that you just miss. You know. Aww. So. Well, I, well, you know, I know you're just being hard yourself, but, you know, I, I'm i sorry. I just think that out of the, the wealth of the nine hours or some trillion, 10, 50 hours that you have with her, I mean, it's hard to get at so many nuggets of things. I mean, you have you have a lot more coming, too, and I just, well, yeah. but None of them there's so big, much. I, mean, I don't think, maybe there's other nuggets sitting there. I didn't think they were as big as this one. At that Stuff that's bigger well, kind of ended up in the book. But then again, some of it really, really didn't because the book isn't about canon uh, and isn't about right. the general things that we as hardcore harry potter fans consider huge news right it's well, right. i think it was you a know. pretty big deal when she told you what hagrid's true sexuality was yeah i know it was <laughs> it was but that's why i put it I in mean, the we're book. still waiting for that one to come so, out yeah no john but, um, <laughs> we just contradicted each other that was bad improv okay um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all that you can read about it on, on, on HarryHistory.com. And I do update with more than just J.K. Rowling related. Um, and, you know, I got this funny, well, that's a- funny email from stupid, I don't know about stupid, but funny email saying that it it's weird. Why, JK, why would you put up extra stuff from J.K. Rowling? It's like exploiting her. I said, look, she knows. She knows that, that it's that I have all this information and I've talked with her people about this stuff. Like it's not, there's nothing untoward. She's she, she gave me the interview. So there's, you know, who who was whining about that? Oh, somebody on Linky, you know, somebody whines about everything. Yeah. What would Joe think? I was like, Joe would think of an author who has to sell her book, but it's, I hate, you know, the selling, like, of course books, like they have to be sold. That's like the way of it. But, at least this way, I can cross it with giving you guys information about Harry Potter, about you know the stuff that we want to hear. Do you know what I mean? For so for sure. So anyway, I don't know. That's what we're Just, here for. Well, <clears throat> and in other news now, we don't know if Joe's working on anything else, but she might be. Right? She, uh, yeah. if you saw Leaky's, that Bloomsbury released finally video from the uh, Beetle the Bard release in um, that they had back in in December in. Scotland, and there was a I was I was kind of unprepared for this, but she did look a little question and answer session with a um, with a reporter, not just the ones that she did with the children, but with the reporter. And she kind of indicated that she's she said yes, she's working, but she's not going to tell us. Be, pressure would be too great and stuff. So for me, I was like, woo, squeeze, you know, to know that Joe was she just looked really good and just happy, and yeah, I was like, you go, girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if but, she wrote like? Like a couple stories from the perspective of of um, Crumb. <laughs> crumb? What happens at Germstrang? The Crumb saga. Do you oh, think? Yeah, Germstrang. Well, Germstrang is from Crumb. Victor well, Crumb. Crumb. What was that? Germstrang. Victor Crumb. Oh, I know, Come on, but, everybody. I mean, 
That's true. Never mind. I'm sorry. That'd be pretty good. Avic yeah. Ducrum. Yeah. He's so charismatic his, in his character. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Very similar to Harry. He, he's so um, he's so annoying in Deathly Hollows. I think like he's funny, but yeah. kind of the gills off the lily. I thought of him as like a very gentlemanly figure, even if he was kind of broody and annoying. But in yeah. in seven. He's just that one whining line? about really. Yeah, well, he's whining about all the good women being taken. Like seriously, yeah. <laughs> it's on. one line. He he had a bad, well, that's how we characterize everybody. But, right. Don't dismiss his character most, in one line. I'm not dismissing his character, but most characters really only get one line, and that line is important, and it's a character telling line, and he's all about the yeah. women. I'm like, yeah, whatever. See, this this was the point of my vlog this week that no one got to hear was that <laughs> is that everybody judges Ginny on like a handful of lines and a handful of little things she's done, and that defines her character. And I'm not I saying disagree. that Victor Crumb's entire character is is now destroyed for me, but I, I'm a little less. I feel like he's a little bit less of a gentleman if he goes around saying to people, "What's the use of being an international?" Qu-? That's like Jenny saying, "What's the use of being a friend of Harry Potter if I'm not famous of it?" Like for yeah, it, you know, I'm not hooking up. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. well. <laughs> So funny. What's next, Suze? Um, Joe has also been busy. She's donated a, a complete signed set of her um, the children's editions of the Harry Potter novels to a, a pretty uh, substantial um, charity auction. It's, it's being held by the Carter Center, um, which is the uh, foundation run by former President um, Jimmy Carter. And uh, so she's uh, donated these to auction, which is kind of cool. And, and the only thing that's, I mean, chari- she does a lot of charity work, but this is kind of a, a pretty large um kind of a global kind of auction thing um they do a lot of work for you know within the world and um some of the other things up for auction are really pretty cool like things from the apollo astronauts which is pretty rare and there's actually a baseball for those of you who who collect these things a baseball signed by the uh, u.s presidents five u.s presidents which has never been done before and um so i mean these are kind of it's kind of be collective if you're kind of a collector that's kind of a good thing and you're doing um many will benefit and do a lot of good in the world. So um, I just thought that was really cool. Joe, she's, she knows, I mean, she does stuff to like help, help local charities in Scotland. She also does stuff on this, this scale too. And I think it's kind of cool. So it starts on February 7th, I think is the charity auction date. So I thought you should check it out. That's awesome. It's cool. It is cool. And uh, someone else has donated something to auction is Emma Watson. She donated a plate. She designed like oh. a, like a dinner plate. <clears throat> I know. So it's really kind of cool. Oh, and it's for School. the Blue Peter, which I believe Melissa knows this show. It's a, oh, yeah. a children. Yeah, you're a Blue Peter person. I have a badge. Um, it's the uh, it's a show by the I, done by I believe it's a CBBC News Round in the UK, and um, they do a charity for called um, what is it Mission? Oh, oh shoot, I don't even have it in front of me. Um, I forgot the I forgot the charity. Uh, I'm sorry, Mission Nutrition. That's it is. And um, Emma has donated this play, and the, the charity um, helps to provide food for children around the world which is really pretty cool where did she get this plate is it just something she grabbed from her kitchen or is this something <sighs> special or i don't she, understand a plate. i probably like, gave her like she, a plate it's to like draw. china painting yeah did she paint the plate yeah kind of well, like she, coloring mine she went yeah. to coloring mine and paint all right guys and then it's doting it but probably mm. much more fancy yeah that's cool but it is cool i mean because there's a lot of celebrities that are doing it like Hugh dancy who's a pretty big star and claire danes and you know so i mean this is pretty cool, cool that she's doing it and emma also at the same time we learned about this she updated her website with do 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 this is actually kind of cool news test shoots for harry potter and deathly hallows start on monday 
She's starting. Oh, yes. That is so fast. I know. It's oh, starting. my goodness. Starting. Deathly yeah. Hollows. Guys, we're there already. They're filming it. I know. Imagine. Think about that. That's she sick. doesn't. I know Sad. Dan is going to finish up at the beginning of, of next month. And then they start like on the 15th, I think, is the actual day that the cameras like the the principal photography actually starts. So but, you know, she, Emma says she's going to have costume fittings and she's going to get her hair done so she can. It looks a little bit um, more brown like Hermione and just squee. <laughs> starts on Monday, man. Just this is so chills. funny because this could be like the last time we're ever going to get to notice like uh, Hagrid's hot Hermione's and Hermione's new haircut. And we Hermione's have to go new haircut. That whole deal every year. Yeah, well, and no. we have to get the first picture of them, and everybody has to ooh and ah about how they've aged, and yeah. you know, <laughs> this is the ritual now. Maybe it's they'll like do they're ma- humans. Do you remember that one trailer? I forget which. Maybe it was Goblet or Fire or something. They did one. They they did pictures of that. The trailer was actually just them. The bulk of it was just them aging through the years, which was kind of a lame trailer, but it was kind of cool to look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 do you remember that? They should have. They should have. They should have played like through the years or or um, yeah, the Wonder Years theme music or Family yeah. Ties or you know <laughs> Family Ties. Show me that smile again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. As long as we got each other. Okay. Oh, the big news. news are we ready? <laughs> Today is a new trailer day. Yes. Yay. What? Oh, yes. What? We saw a Be new trailer. Nice. No, don't you guys. <laughs> you rude boys. <laughs> we have Neutrella. Um, it started, it was airing on television in Japan, of all places, and it's a lot of new footage, and it finally, we learned about this a couple of days ago, but um, no, it was just stills, and now it was finally captured, and someone mercifully put it up on YouTube, and today we all got to share in the glory. Woohoo! Awesome. Well, shall we start Let's watch going it again it? and again and again. Okay. I actually, it's time for a Japanese trailer bit by bit. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's Every find frame, it. Every frame, frame by frame. God help us all, frame by frame. We do have, oh. actually, we have a lot of really great screen grabs in our galleries, and we'll put them in our show notes, too, for you at home. Yeah. But, um, well, let's, okay, let's let's yeah. go through it a little okay. bit. We'll see well, how why, in the Why did Japan operating. get this and not us? That's what I want to know. What? Why did Japan get this and not us? Isn't it the international trailer? Because they had a dub over the Japanese. It's not in Japanese. Well, I but think... But Dan even introduces it. And he's all like, Konnichiwa, I'm Dan. What up? Well, I think well, that's, that's how right. they do stuff in like in a lot of commercials, though, right? I believe in television. They don't they like formally introduce like a segment. Because like, I think a lot of European televisions actually like run commercials in blocks sometimes, as opposed to like, oh. like every like five or seven minutes like we do here in the United States. So I don't know. But I, well, I'm not really sure where this came from. Go ahead. Well, I just want to. I just wanted to say this. This trailer seems wholly focused on you're the chosen one. You're the chosen one. You're the chosen yes. one. You're the chosen one. Yeah. And it makes me point. wonder if that's a big theme of the sixth movie is that they're going to start focusing on the fact that this, he is the chosen one. We're headed towards a confrontation. We're headed towards the ever. Let's start reinforcing Harry's status as you know the hero. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's accurate. It does. I think you're right. I think that's a good point. It does kind of really turns the the attention just solely on him as opposed to like, you know, things are dark. I mean, the, the whole thing, it talks about, you know, getting darker and stuff, but it really does show the bulk of that, that you get the impression now, even if you're just a casual observer of the movies, that, that somehow that Harry is, is becoming the man, you know, he's going to yeah. be the, the, yeah. the whole. The side I mean, even well. Snape says it. How difficult it, it was, must be being the chosen one or whatever he says. He was brilliant. Delivery. 
as his, you know, our new celebrity line. Uh, like, uh, I've been saying this for years, and nobody, nobody ever agrees with me. What? What? That he says everything in the same delivery. Yeah, he does. Uh, he I, I, a I would fine, agree with that every fine day of the week. actor, but even when I saw him in Sweeney Todd, I was like, wow, mm. that's Snape. No. Celebrity. Even Love Actually. No, really? Yes! Much in Love Actually. I love that movie. Look, I love Alan I Rickman. I don't want to incur time. the wrath of Alan Rickman fans, but I mm. I better see some like different tone of voice or something in this movie. Hopefully, maybe when he's like, or, uh, you know, when he's dying or something, and Deadly Hollow is like, take it, take it. <laughs> Look at me in the eyes, Harry. Somebody in the chat said Alan Rickman just talks like that, and that's awesome, but he's an actor, and you can't just talk like that as an actor. You have yeah. to modulate yourself, otherwise you're not acting, you're just being yourself and getting what, what, you get a lot of money See, for like, it. I would say that he's, an, he's not one of those people who gets hired to play themselves, so, you know what I mean? So, like, that's not okay. Some people, like Vince Vaughn, you hire him to be Vince Vaughn. He's not an, you know, he's just a character. He plays himself in every every movie. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And now Snape, I would argue, argue that he's, Snape, oh my gosh, Alan Rickman, I would right. argue that he is, he's not as, he's an actor more so than yeah. the other ones. But yeah, Absolutely. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, mean, I so can understand far- your point, but I just thought he was really, I mean, for me, yeah, he didn't talk like that in Dogma. Someone brought that up, but I just right. saw him in Bottle Shock and he was wonderful. And I didn't get the Snape-ish kind of, inflection there. Maybe he's just gotten so caught up in doing the same kind of roles for a while that it's hard to see him, but I don't know. If you take his body of Harry Potter work, all I've seen him do so far is is look brooding and inscrutable and approach Harry slowly and deliver something. But they don't give him much much else to do, though. I mean, he gets like two or three signs. What's the matter, Harry? I mean, <laughs> he could only do what he's scripted to do, well, and he can only yeah. do well, as he's directed to do. The but... scene in, in five, the Occlumency scene, was a little bit more animated, but it still wasn't all yeah. that different. You know? I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm just being mm. churlish. Well, I'm just looking yeah. forward to seeing his scenes with Dumbledore. Yeah. And seeing the scenes towards the tail end here of Deathly Hollows, because those are very different scenes. Well, speaking and, of that, that oh, was and, a dramatic... we forget... How about the scene uh, with him and uh, Bellatrix and Narcissa? Oh, yeah. I want to oh, see yes. that. See, yeah. that'll That's be a test right there. Because there, mm-hmm. there have to be, be so many being... things playing on his face. Otherwise, he's not doing it. Yeah, mm. he's going to be all confident and smug with a swirling his wine glass and just kind of bossing around Wormtail. Yeah, it's not going to be the I same think... way he talks to Harry. It'll be totally different. It yeah, I think be... maybe it, it kind of his performance overlaps a lot. Maybe because... Usually we see the character in the films in the same context so much. You know what I mean? Like typically he's dealing with Harry and he, de- he you know, you're going to act around Harry, hey, act around Harry. So maybe yeah. that's what it is a little bit. Not that I'm making excuses for it, but maybe yeah. that's more of a, you know what it's I mean? It's like an impatient kind of attitude. Just like, oh, okay, it's Harry, whatever. He's the chosen one. Okay, fine. Like maybe that's just how he gets around Harry. And we only yeah. see him like that because... You know, but we only usually see him through Harry's eyes. I thought that until, only... I, until I saw Sweeney Todd. I'm telling you, you could you oh, could I swap the people in Sweeney Todd and Harry Potter, and people who didn't know the lore of either thing would not notice a difference. Well, what, he's probably hired for Sweeney Todd from his performance as Snape. 
But see, the, somebody in the chat said this. That's he's just being Alan Rickman. That's what you hire Alan Rickman for, and that's mm. a great racket if you can swing it. But he's an actor. I want to see things happening on his face that say more about what his character is going through than what's in the script. I don't want it to be the same thing in every in in, in every scene. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. can we uh, talk about actually what he's doing? That we saw something kind of surprising. What Snape did in this trailer. That yeah. we saw him Didn't actually like slap sh- Professor McGonagall over the cross. No, he was actually gesturing oh. quiet, <laughs> whispering his finger, like being quiet to Harry when he was on the astronomy tower. That to me was no, a was huge. Where? where is that? I missed I that. See that? Yes, he is. I it's at the very too. end. It's at the end of the thing. We have the screen caps up, but he gestures. He puts his finger up and gestures to Harry to be quiet, and he has his wand out, and he's on the astronomy tower. It's right. At see, that but that's scene. that's oh that frustrates me he's not yeah. supposed to signal to harry that he's right. on anybody's side or harry has a clue yes. and harry shouldn't yeah. have a clue yeah Ooh, frustrating very very yeah. much so it's supposed it to be shock. like this big like uh, yeah exactly that's the biggest cliffhanger of six is what side is snape on oh All there the it snape is good snape bad it's at 138 yeah and for me, I mean, I just could not believe my eyes when I saw that. I was like, well, that's the whole, you just gave away the plot, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hello? I, I don't get it. Like, I don't, why would they do that? Don't, weren't they alive when everybody was wondering? Uh, I think they just figure the audience is stupid. That's just so silly. The audience will get it. They're, they're smart enough to get many, many things. No. And if not, they'll watch it the second time and be like, oh, you know, this is, it's rewatchability. Or they'll, they'll it's watch just... Deathly Hollows and then they'll have a new appreciation for Half Blood Prince, like everybody else did when they read the darn books. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah exactly. I... I mean, why are they so afraid of leaving a mystery open? It's yeah. seven movies. You're going to get, you, five movies have proven that you will get your audience back. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid of leaving the mystery open. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. It's like, have we had any mysteries left open from movie to movie or book to book at this point before that? Nowhere no. near as big as this. Nothing like this. I don't think we really needed it, really, because that, that stuff's been lifted out of the storyline or, or kind of been whatever. But you can't take this out of the storyline. Oh, yeah. it's enormously frustrating. Gah! Cut it out. Cut that bit out, Cut WB. It. Cut that bit out. You have a little tiny bit of time. There's still time. It's probably like 20 frames. I'm <laughs> so happy out. to sing one of those praises when they get it right. But when something like that is so big, they, I'm sorry. Don't, why? Why would you do that? You know, that was the best part about book six, reading that book. And I, I learned to appreciate it again after I read it like the third time. It was so the ambigu- ambiguity of Snape and the, the way he was written. Yeah, yeah. I wanted that. I, I, you know, I just relished that for this film, too, because it was such a great suspenseful moment. Yeah. And they just see, totally what I don't gave get it away. Is then how can they finish the rest of this movie with Harry chasing down Snape? Like... Snape, is, you know, should have been like, hello, I just told you to shush. Obviously, there's things happening here that, you know, Well, what if they understand. play it like... But how the hell could Snape see Harry through his invisibility cloak? He's, there's no he's invisibility not, cloak. He's, he's, not he's under it. the rafters. He's under things. Or something like that. Oh, yeah. What yeah. if they play it more right. like um, Snape's being kind of a a jerk or like, hey, sh- like, what can I going to do? And there's nothing you can do about it. Ha ha. What if yeah. that kind of plays into it? That that could save it. Do you know? Do you do you get what I'm saying? I I don't know. 
I mean, I guess like, we'll, I, he does chase him after it, so obviously Harry doesn't get the hint, though, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just... Well, Harry is kind of thick. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. All right, well, what else can we... There was something else. There's there's one other thing, too, that I thought it was it was new. It was unexpected to me. I know that they had talked about showing the scenes of the Death Eaters at, at you know terrorizing the countryside and you know to, to show the how the war was actually ongoing you know they had the blowing up the bridge but then we saw a new scene when you can see Greyback. this was really shocking to me we saw Greyback, and he is there and the death eaters are in and it looks like diagon alley to me and he's grabbing someone by the ear like a victim and he's dragging them away mm. i i yeah. was yeah seeing just, diagon alley getting torn up like that is intense yeah because like, yeah. we haven't really seen much of diagon alley since our nice little happy you know, shots and early movies and everything's nice and bright and colorful. Yeah, yeah that's true. And it's going to be a nice contrast I mean, because we'll probably, we're going to see a bit of it because we're going to see Fred and George's shop. So that's going to be a nice contrast right. for us. So we're going to see like, oh, Diagon Alley, look how nice. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, later on in the movie, that's going to be a nice little, you know. Uh, Is there know. a shop in Diagon yeah. Alley or Hogsmeade? I'm really stupid to ask that question, but I can't Diagon remember. Diagon okay. Alley. They live in the apartment above it. And, um, they, um, uh, Harry slips away to go down the Bergen and Burks. Yeah. Right. That's right. Diagonally. Yeah. Diagonally! <laughs> Sounds just like <laughs> nocturnally, except when it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was so One funny. of the other characters that we could critique a little bit here that actually I'm pretty happy with, with um, normal uh, annoyances aside, is I think Dumbledore did a fairly good job. Some of these. Yes. Yay. Like, well, that was fun. Most people vomit the first time. Yes. (laughs) I know. (laughs) See, the only way that could have been any more perfect is if it wasn't the usual, you know, flat Dumbledore deadpan delivery. That kind of line needs to be deadpan, though. Yeah. He's not going to like, those people vomit, but I'll bonk, you know. (laughs) No, but he could have had like a little grin or a little smile. Like, he knew it was like a bit of a. A funny thing. There's just nothing ever light and easy about Dumbledore. Because I think that's a fun thing as he's written in the book is that, like, yeah, these terrible things going on. He's going to die. He knows he's going to die. But he still has this bright little, like, I know something nobody else knows attitude. And he can still smile and laugh at the world. And that's that's never a characteristic I see in the, the movie Dumbledore. I see what you mean. Yeah, I hear you. But otherwise, if you can forget that that's who the character actually is and just enjoy this character, then I think it did a good job. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm happy for them to just salvage the screen character. It's never going to get close to the book character anymore. So I'm just yeah, happy for really... this Dumbledore to be at least enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. He was enjoyable. He seemed like he did have a, a bit of a personality. He wasn't so just you know, burdened down by his you know, like, because he was just, oh, I just couldn't stand him in and Order of the Phoenix, I just, oh God, it was painful for me to watch that. But uh, it, Although I liked the movie, just his character yeah. portrayal in there. Yeah. Was, but he just seemed really funny. And and Melissa, did you notice, they act, we saw it again, you had pointed this out the last trailer, they actually do apparate yeah. off the astronomy so tower. So that must be where they come back to like, later. Yeah. I guess so. I think Gammon just didn't want to ride the cool. broom. I think it's just it's, it's just little... easier filming wise because it'd be a lot of exposition. Like, it, of that's course, a lot of yeah. filming just to yeah. explain. Like I had to put these enchantments down. And let's go and set out of the blah 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 blah. It's just I know actually they're going to do in and out. <laughs> you know what I heard that they're going to do to make sure you can apparate? 
Mm. Uh, Dumbledore is going to call Mad Eye Moody to bang his stick on the ground oh. in that spot, <laughs> yes. and then you'll be able to operate there. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, but Dumbledore, uh, but uh, Voldemort dies when he does that. So, oh, then good. The, then, okay, then the movie's over. That'll fix it. Nice. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> no need oh, for number else. seven. <laughs> well, they all had prior engagements. <laughs> this movie will solve it. All right, we've got we've had a lot of people on hold. Should we get somebody in to start talking about this? Surely. Cool. In a second, we got somebody who's been on. Hello, hey MJ. Hey. Hi. How you doing? Hi MJ. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Yay! I love the phone option. You could do it at work. <laughs> yeah, I got it to work. Hey. No, I mean you could you could do it at work. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. I did it at work, and now I'm grocery shopping. Awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you buying fitty stuff? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I got um, whole wheat stuff and light stuff and skinny stuff. So it's good. Oh. All right. Trailer. What'd you think? So the trailer was awesome. What was your favorite part of it, MJ? Um, I think probably all the Japanese subtitles on them. <laughs> yes. It's one of those things that it's, you don't, we don't get to see that here. Oh, yeah. So it was really interesting to see like how, how other countries see trailers. That was cool. I love the fact that, that like, you know how at American trailers or whatever, you have like the voice who's all deep and he's like, in a world when Hogwarts is blah, 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 blah. it's like this low kind of you know solemn kind of voice and here like oh my god it's like screaming excitement insane I've been trying excitement. to stop John and Frack from doing the offensive Japanese voice but if we all agree not to be offended you have to hear Frack's because it's it's very funny <laughs> well, don't say it's funny because then it sounds like I'm being disrespectful I'm just mimicking well, I'm trying to because okay, that's just how they let's, pronounce. Let's like put forth the, the 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 way you say something means different things in that in that language. Like you can't. We can. You're totally right. I was a Japanese exchange student. You're a hun- you are a hundred percent right. Okay. I just want to put out there that we're not trying to be disrespectful to Japanese people. But Frax like enthusiasm as he does this is way too funny. Thanks, MJ. Yep. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, Brian. Hi. Where are you from? I'm Detroit. I was on last week. Hey, I recognize your voice. You're the Ravenclaw. I was the it's one with little... the little brother who was watching yeah, American was... Idol. Is your little brother still there? Um, no, he's at um gymnastics right now. So what did you think of the trailer? I thought it was awesome. I really liked the part in Diagon Alley, and that was really cool Like to see the Death Eaters there, and I liked Luna's hat. Luna's hat was awesome. That's a good point. Yeah, I love seeing it. Why haven't I seen it yet? Where is it at? Where does it come in? Beginning, middle, end? It's with the Quidditch team sitting down at the table. It's the middle. Yeah, it's towards the middle. Yeah, it wasn't there for very long, only for a few seconds. But She's right behind, like, Harry or Ron's arm. You have to really look for it. I got lucky because my computer was going slow and it froze, kind of, it staggered right when I was like, there's Luna's hat! But so I got lucky. <laughs> you need to get yeah. a better version of this than this YouTube version. This stinks. Well, there's an HD YouTube version, the high-quality one. But it's still, yeah. I'm sure eventually Warner Brothers, you know, in two months will give us send us news like it's new. And... Right, Sue? Yes. All right, thanks, Brian. Yep. Oh, wait. Okay, bye. See you guys at LeakyCon. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, oh. Okay. Bring your little brother. <laughs> hey, Bree. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, I'm... Yeah, I'm good. Hi, Bree. Hey, I hey, know Bri. Bree. I know you, too. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so trailer, awesome, yes. Yeah, yeah. What are your What are your initial favorite bits? Um, not really favorite bits because I, I usually need to go through it like frame by frame. But YouTube is not the best thing to nope. do that on. Uh-uh. But they'll probably release an even better trailer in a month, just like that one random international trailer that disappeared, or, and then they released a better one. Or you can go to the leaky uh, video galleries and download a QuickTime version. Yeah. Or, oh. Yeah, that also works. Ooh. Um, but I have a I have a bad feeling that since they said chosen one like four different times in this trailer that it's going to be repeated like a sickening amount in the movie <laughs> and the ads for the movie. Yeah. yeah, it's just like because in in the book the chosen one thing was it, it was addressed at the end of five and then at the beginning of six Dumbledore's like you know what don't worry about it if it happens it happens but I don't want it like too stressed you know yeah. Yeah, Otherwise, this is going to be like two American Michael Bay movie type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a world where, yeah. In a world where Terry Potter is the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I think one of the um, most under-talked-about things about the movie so far is um, the just the director of photography, because he did uh, Across the Universe, and it kind of got forgotten because it was announced Ooh. so early on. But the lighting in this movie is amazing. It, you know, right, he did point. Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Talk about photography. That movie. I know. Yeah. I, go, I go to the art school here, and um, art major? I know a lot of people who aren't into Harry Potter, but like they were talking about the lighting when the first steals came out, and everyone's like really impressed by it, even that's people awesome. who don't like art fans. Yeah, that's really yeah. That's a good point. It's not. I mean, it's not my favorite movie ever, but the but the the the, the visual of it is undeniably amazing. Yeah. And it's just like really deep contrast on the reds and the greens. Really, really, mm-hmm. it's really nice. I agree. That's one thing about the movies. They have, have always had really good cinematographers. I've always been impressed with their, you know, I mean, ultimately as a director makes the final decisions, but I think their cinematographers that they've had in all the movies have been really pretty good. So I, I think that was a good point about your colors. Oh, yeah. I, I just hope they really keep this guy for the last, yeah, for the last yeah. two. Oh, that'd be, good. That, that'd be nice. That'd be very nice. Especially cool. for, like, the darker undertones and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, Bree. We'll talk to you later. Okay, sure. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go for West Maryland. Hi, West Maryland. Hi. How you doing? What's your name? This is Selena. So what would you think of the trailer, Selena? Um, okay, what you were talking about with the operation into Hogwarts, I think that at least for the Jesse Hollows movies, they're going to have a ton of money, so they should go all out. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the final battle, I want to see, like, every kind of creature in there. Yeah, that's right. Like, we, could, we could do it. What creatures were all there at the battle? I forget. Wasn't there like the centaurs and yep. the elves and yeah. Hagrid and Grop? And like the second maze. The, the spiders, spiders. yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. The spiders, the the centaurs, yeah. Well, if they just like made a bunch of Grops, they could just copy paste Grop in there a few times and just yeah, that let would him be. go to town. Yeah, it will. They'll have the money, so they should just do it, and it'll make them have a lot more money because I'd go see it again if it was really well done. If there was a bunch of Grops in there, I'd see it ten times straight. And they could even color them different colors a little bit. Um, the purple grop, like the purple ranger. Like Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, as long as Neville throws some mandrakes around, I'll be happy. I want to throw a mandrake. I want to be a hand that throws a mandrake. That's all of my, that would be my greatest moment, I think. If I could just be I want to be a Ravenclaw that stumbles down the stairs and looks at the carols knocked out after Harry did it. <laughs> Wouldn't you have to be female? No, because they were in the common oh, no. area. Thank you very much. Weren't they in the, weren't they in the girl 
Yes. No. No, because they were right by the Raven the Arena Ravenclaw statue when it happened. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I remember that. Thank you, Selena. Bye, Selena. Bye. See you, Selena. Well, hello, Nina Lovegood. Hello? Hey, how you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, hi. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from New York. What part? Oh, well, like 45 minutes away from the city. Awesome. Kind of. So tell us your thoughts on the trailer. Um, I thought it was awesome. I liked Luna's hat. It took me a couple minutes to find it, though. Luna's hat's awesome. Yeah. It's even more awesome that Ivana, like, designed it. She did. She totally did. She's so cool. <laughs> she's awesome. She's awesome. Because they would they wouldn't have done something so extreme. They're so great on detail and stuff, but they wouldn't have gone there even. She just went there. She's like, "No, this thing takes up her entire head, comes down all over her her hair. This is the lion hat, you know? You got to love her for that." Yeah. So. She is amazing. I mean, she designed it herself. She's just incredible. I love that woman. I wonder, does it roar? Do we know if it roars, do you suppose? I hope it does. Hmm. It, it'll roar. be hilarious if it roared, like, in her voice. That'd be amazing. I feel like she probably would do that. Would be that awesome. would be so cool. Or, like, when, when Rupert did that in the third movie, they'd probably use that again. Yes. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good roar. That'd be fun candy. I want that candy. What'd you think of Luna's glasses that she was wearing too? We saw another shot of her when she's coming up with her, you know, her Quibbler magazine, and I don't like. She looks really cool. You don't like the glasses? No. You know what's funny? Do you want? Do you want to know a little? Uh, you want to know a secret? Uh oh. She, she can't see through those Uh-oh. glasses. Oh it's no! A total prop. So whenever she's got a mind, she has to basically be told where the heck she's going. <laughs> <laughs> she can't see through. Aw, that's so hysterical. Uh, I love it. I want to just say, um, I do strings in my in my school, and like you know your drum song that you have. Yeah. We like got the music for it today, and we started playing it, and I heard like squeeing about Potterka. Oh, the music for it! That's awesome. How'd you get the? Like, did you, like somebody make sheet music? Yeah, it's it's that song that like that you had like during the drums, like that part. Yeah, like, somebody oh, like, somebody transposed it. Somebody wrote it down. Hey. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We started, like, playing it. It's, it's weird. That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> I want it. I want to put it up on, uh, on podcast.com. Yeah, record hey, yourself. Record you guys doing that. Doing that could be a wild card Wednesday one day, maybe. Yeah, totally. Put it on YouTube. Hey, how, how, how's everybody enjoying all the crazy Lost in New York wild card Wednesdays? <laughs> I think Are it's they fun. pretty amazing? Edge of your seat. Exciting. <laughs> Edge of your seat. Intense. Edge of your seat. <laughs> Wildcard Wednesday, for those who don't know, or uh, really, if you don't know, what are you doing? Um, are every Wednesday on our vlogs. I like countdown for Wednesdays for that, basically. I, I think we should make like countdowns on Leaky, uh, oh, like the next Wildcard Wednesday. Okay, thanks. Thank you. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, Helena. Hi, this is um, Helena from Manassas. I was actually your first voicemail of forever ago. Oh, my of God. Ever? Yeah, I think I was, actually. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. so, hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, so, with regards to the trailer, I was wondering, why are Dumbledore and Harry seem to be in a subway station? 
I'm I'm trying to I haven't read Half Blood Prince in a while, yeah. and but I don't remember there being a subway station. Neither do I. I think they were trying to get back to Narnia. They were just kind of hoping the thing would open. They were like, let's put Narnia and Harry Potter together. <laughs> exactly, that'd be fun. <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out like why, because it just doesn't seem to make sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, but regardless, I like the trailer. Although I wish it didn't have like the Japanese subtitles and stuff on that. But we'll get a better trailer soon, as Bree said. I think it was Darn great. Japanese <laughs> having to ruin everything for us. Yeah. Yeah, well, plus, like, the um, Japanese announcer, he just sounds really funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, when he said Dumbledore, I cracked up laughing, because it, it just sounded really awkward. <laughs> Nothing. I love Japanese people. Just, yeah. It was just really funny to hear it. Totally. But, yeah. Well, thank you for the call. Well, thank you for taking it. Hey, is it, Ke- is it Keon Ke- or Sion? Kian. 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 Hi. Hi. Hello. How are Hello. you? How are you? We're doing good. Well, what I was going to ask you guys was, um, do you know that shot that you see uh, Snape basically kind of shushing Harry on the astronomy tower? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think, I know, I, I know we give, give Steve Jobs a very hard time as a fan, but I don't think he'd make something that big a mistake. I think what could have happened in that shot is that Snape could be the first person to show up on the tower of the Death Eaters. And in that moment, Harry could have thought that Snape's still on his side. And then, like, he's silencing Harry to say, don't, like, don't exclaim you're relieved that I'm here, kind of like shush for a second, and then he goes and kills Dumbledore. You know, it, it could be before the moment. It could, like... That's a good point. He could be saying it in the moment. So. Yeah. No, totally. That's true. Again, I, I, I don't... I can't see Steve Clovis making that massive an error, because <laughs> that, would, that would undermine half our Deathly Hallows. Yeah, totally. Yes, it yeah. would. That's true. You know, like, he thinks that Snape is there to save the day. And he turns around, and then Snape does that, and then he's convinced that Snape's, yeah, I guess that could happen. I, I'm hoping that's what it is. Or, or, or else it could actually be that Dumbledore is on the other side of Harry, and that Snape can't see Harry, and he's telling Dumbledore to shush, but that wouldn't make sense. But, you know, I, I think it's the first one. Ian, I hope you're right. I just hope and pray yeah, that you're I right. You're right I really do. I know things as well. The, the cinematography and the, um, the art design look absolutely amazing. The shots where the camera is going, you know, through Trafalgar Square and the shots of the cave and everything. It just looks incredible. Unlike anything you've seen, like, in Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, it looks extremely beautiful. I think the director of photography is different this time, isn't it? It's the same guy who did, what's that from, Amelie? Yeah. It was a beautiful movie. Yeah, the guy who did Amelie, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but yeah. Eh, you're Irish, it's okay. <laughs> oh, leave him alone. Sorry, He's the sorry, only can in the world. It's, it's, it's like royalty. <laughs> Let him be. And there's there's one other thing. There's one other thing. It always kind of upsets me whenever I see um, people bad noting Warner Brothers because they delayed the movie. Considering so many films next year or this year have been delayed, and that can you imagine what Harry Potter would have been like if Fox had made it? Oh, ah. If you've been following like, have, if you've been following like, there's been so many films the last year or so that Fox has been interfering, you know, ordering reshoots and changing scripts like um. Hancock and you know, the new Wolverine film. Oh yeah. You know, Warner Brothers they give their they give their films so much freedom to do whatever they want. I mean, look at the Dark Knight this summer. Can you imagine yeah. like if I was just bring that up. That's a very good point. Like so, I have so much respect for Warner Brothers really in the freedom they give their directors. So kind of it just kind of upsets me when I hear people saying, you know, oh Warner Brothers are so greedy, they're so bad, but they're probably the best big studio out there. Mm-hmm. That's a very huh. good point. It's a good argument. Good point. Yeah. Hey, um, 
who sent in the news? Was it Yusu or someone said recently that Warner Brothers just laid off like ten percent of their? Um, oh no. Yeah, that was just on the something? news. Yeah. Yeah, it's they're they're part That's of happening part of it. to almost every company. It's yeah, terrible. Absolutely. I do. Do I think it's going to have a, any kind of effect on the budget for Deathly Hollows? No, I. I mean, I don't think so. I doubt it. I mean, these these things probably would have been set in stone a long time ago. Yeah, and I think that you know, who should really be worried are people who have who had the prospect of getting their movie picked up to be made right yeah. small movies movies that are in development but but were a risk right. those are the, those are the things that are going to get affected right you know their their biggest money earner is going to get whatever it needs right yeah, yeah. okay Keon, thank you so much thank you mr no Keon. Problem. i'm sorry to take your pleasure time no problem you are the well, only Keon. You so we'll i like you. i like hearing you talk everything you say yeah. Yeah. so much authority with that accent uh, yeah Keon, not Keon. Keon. hey what's your name it's Ryan from Hi. Jacksonville, Florida. I'm sorry? He's from Jacksonville, Florida. Cool, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, I'm the one who always emails you, Melissa, about coming here to do a podcast. Is that you? We were in <laughs> yeah, Florida for a podcast. <laughs> Look, dude, I would love to come and bring and bring all the podcasts. We'd love to come to Jacksonville, but we don't have the money. Uh, so if you know a library or an organization that would like to bring podcasts down... Then we'll talk about it. Oh, okay. I'll try to work that out for you guys. <laughs> okay. So this trailer is amazing. <laughs> um, it's really cool, but you know what, you guys? I don't like the smoke. Like, I don't get that because it doesn't follow how they did Pin C scenes and um, Goblet of Fire. So I'm not really sure about the smoke right now. I don't That's know smoke. if I like That's that or if it's going to be okay when I see it on yeah. the film. What do you think? They could completely Wait, which, change which around their effects. You're talking about the 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 memories. Um, yeah. See, they they got rid of the smoke for the apparating, which is perfect. Well, no, it's still there because look at the, the when the Death Eaters arrive. Well, oh, well, they do that. I think they do that for more like battle apparitions, but for like just like common people, they just show like the blink, you know? Because then, um, when Fred and George do it, it's only that little blink. That's true. Fred and George was just a blink. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll be maybe it'll work out, but um. I also like, okay, can I say my, I know we talk about Snape, but can I talk about that part real quick? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. You know how, I don't want to spoil it, but I think I read something in the little preview, or the people who saw it in Chicago, that he's like a stair below where, they're, where Dumbledore is. So maybe if Snape has to go there first, and maybe Snape is the one who petrifies Harry, you know, and like before he's like, Shh, but then afterwards Harry might retaliate or something. He's like, Snape gets so talus, and then he does that. I don't know. But that would sort of make it okay for them to have Snape shush Harry. Maybe Snape was shushing Harry like in a mocking way. Like maybe That's Harry it, yeah. was already petrified, and like maybe you, Snape or Harry is trying to like give him like the look in his eyes, like "Oh my God, Snape, I hate you so much." And Snape just shushes him because he can, because yeah. Harry can't do anything about it, and he's just being an ass. That, yeah, yeah, cool. that would be good. I'd be okay with that. That would be cool. So I'm trying to think of it like that because you know, even though the movies aren't 100 percent canon, hopefully they do some canon things and just make a twist. Uh, the canaries are in there, so I'm ha- I'm happy. Woo. Yeah, the canaries are in there. Right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Work it. Well, All right, thanks, thanks a lot. Buddy. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye, Ryan. Hey, Mariami. Hello. Hey, what's your name? Uh, I'm Isabel. Hi, Isabel. Where are you from, girl? I'm from Ecuador, actually. Ecuador? Awesome! Wow. Tell us your, your thoughts. I really liked it. I was actually really impressed with Michael Gambon because I've never been a fan of his, and I thought he was great, especially the bombing comment at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it was really funny. 
Yeah, 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 I agree. And I don't know, I really, I never, I've never really liked him, but I think he's growing on me now. I don't know, maybe he read the books already or something, but I don't, I don't know what's changed. But he's really good. Yeah. Or maybe our expectations have gone so low that he can't help but meet them now. That was kind of mean. I take it back. What's your favorite part? Uh, I don't know. It, it was, uh, I didn't really remember. I watched it like twice uh, when it first came out, and uh, I just remember the Dumbledore comment. And then uh, I also loved Snape and his little children comment, and I don't really remember anything else. I don't know. <laughs> cool. I find it funny because I usually see the trailers when I'm um, when I go to the movies and I see the Harry Potter trailers. They're dubbed in Spanish, oh, so wow. it was kind of funny to see the subtitles in Japanese. And I'd love yeah. sometimes to see the movie like dubbed in Japanese or something uh-huh. because uh-huh. the translations in the Spanish that are like really terrible, and I don't really like them. I prefer to watch them in English actually. Right. All right. Thanks a lot, Isabel. Thanks, thanks Isabel. for calling. Hey, Jay Grek, eighty-seven. Hi. How you doing? Cool, we can't wait to hear what you think about the trailer. I love the trailer. I thought it was really cool. I mean, it was similar to the old one, but there was still a lot more that I loved. Like, I loved, well, obviously seeing more Snape, and there's another shot of Draco. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. And also, the, the part in the cave, it looks like... It looks like the part when Dumbledore was like getting the chain up out of the water. Yeah, yeah. something like that. That was real. I don't know. It was so cool to see that. So, yeah, like bringing the boat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if What if there's no chain and he actually brings the boat up from the depths? Whoa! Like that would be what, if, what if he like raises his hand like like uh, like Star Wars like uh, in uh, Luke when like Luke and Yoda. Oh, uh, the, the thing out of the, the flyer out of the swamp when he was in the swamp. <laughs> that was exactly. awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, that was pretty you know, cool. No, we haven't really talked about Draco. Oh, that's true, Draco. Yeah. I just, Every time I'm I excited. see a new shot of Draco, I get excited. Yeah. He was like shaking. Yeah. Hey, we forgot to ask your name. Oh, my name is Jess. Hey, okay. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jess. So, what were we saying about. Draco? Oh, I was just saying that I I love to see him like in the movies, and um, there was only one quick shot of him last time, and I think he, Draco has a really big part in this movie because he just changes a lot. Well, I think the scene we saw um, in the trailer, this one, it's right before Sectum Semper, right? Because that's when he's crying in the bathroom, and Harry comes yeah. in, and then uh, they're probably going to cut out Morning Myrtle, I'd imagine. Do we know if Myrtle's in there or not? Yeah. No, she they, she's cut. She's not. Oh in come it. on, Myrtle! It's not that hard. Do I don't think, no, it's, I don't think it's her fault. Yeah. No, I'm not she... blaming Myrtle. I'm just saying it's not hard to do the Myrtle. It's not like she's a digital creature. I know. Well, we also saw the, the fake old memory and the way it, it evaporates around mm-hmm. Yeah. Around Harry when he's standing in the middle of the of the bad Slughorn memory, the modified one. Yeah. Right. Right. That's cool. That is cool. You see the younger Slughorn? Oh, that was cool. I need to yeah, rewatch cool. it because it's all running together in my head right now. He, yeah. he mm-hmm. lifts his... I like the slug club. They showed him standing up, you know, giving mm-hmm. the toast. I, I like... You know, that little thing. They could have cut that out easy, and they yeah. did. So I was pretty pleased yeah. with that. Yeah. And it looked like... Did, did Whose hand was that with the ring? Was that Voldemort with the with the ring on? I mean, who had that ring? There's a shot of somebody... Ooh, yeah. Oh, you're right. I think it was the young Voldemort fingering the, the, the Slytherin ring. Yeah, it's probably the scene that's been modified. Remember how he had it on? So Harry knew... Yeah that um, it was after he had taken, killed his father. 
Yeah, that's gotta be. He's wearing Hogwarts robes and he's got like a suit, a suit, sh like a, a uniform shirt on, and it's got that same color cast as the memory. You know, one other thing I wanted to talk about, too, was that we're talking about Slughorn, that if you listen to, you can hear the English uh, saying, and Dumbledore says, otherwise, we're going to leave the fate, if we don't get the memory from Slughorn, we leave the fate of our world to chance, you know, and I just thought that was really kind of actually good writing on Clove's part. I had to give him credit for that, but it, you may, it seemed, too, in this trailer that we understood the importance of Slughorn a little bit more, and I thought that was kind of cool when we were talking yeah, about the memories. Totally. It's pretty neat. Jess, thanks a lot. Thank you, Jess. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye. Jess. All right, guys, that's like 50 minutes of trailer talk. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I knew it. <laughs> it's the end of the show as we know it. Hey, should we put the acting troupe in this show? Ooh, acting troupe. Um, All right. Yeah, sure. Play the acting troupe right now. I want to hear it, so Here yes. It comes. Bam. Was it really the drums? Previously on Albus Potter and the Founder's Fountain. First years, first years, over this way. I'm Al, this is Rosie. My name's Scorpius. You're a Potter. And you're a Weasley, aren't you, Rose? If you're in Slytherin, Scorpius, and we're in Gryffindor, will you still talk to us after we get sorted? It's not really allowed, is it? So, Rosie, your plan to go into Ravenclaw and abandon me to Gryffindor? Maybe. Maybe I'll ask for Slytherin, then. Don't be silly, Al. Imagine what James would say. Malfoy. Scorpius. Slytherin. Potter. Albus. I have decided something. I don't want to be sorted. I know you had to put me somewhere. But I'm leaving it up to you. It doesn't make any difference to me. In which case, my way forward is clear. Before I announce it, I have something to ask. Time is short, so my request is simply that you find me again. How exactly am I supposed to do that? Oh, you'll work it out. For now, you have left me a choice. It was not a difficult one. I choose... Albus, wait for me. Hi, Rosie. Looking forward to our first flying lesson. Can't wait. How come you weren't at breakfast? I went to take a look at the library. It didn't leave much time to eat. Al, it's amazing, just how Mum described it. Ravenclaw's a green view so far, then I take it? I think so. Ravenclaw Tower is beautiful. But it is strange knowing that you and James and Louis and Fred and Victoire are so nearby. They might as well be a million miles away. I saw them all surrounding you at the table, and I felt a bit funny for a moment. But you still ended up in Ravenclaw. And I am happy, honestly. It feels right. Did the Sorting Hat, um, speak to you at all? Oh, yes. We had a good old chat. I was thinking about Dad going on and on about Gryffindor for the last month. Then I remembered Mum's story about nearly ending up in Ravenclaw, and how Dad always says how glad he is she didn't. Good grief, Rosie. I didn't think you were underwear that long. Is it my fault that I could overhear what I was thinking? So what happened then? I heard it say I seemed to have a strong and unusually creative mind, and how that could mean several things, and I'd be very comfortable in Gryffindor. So I sort of went, oh, to that, because being comfortable sounded a bit, well, unstimulating, as Mum puts it. And then it said, ah, and yelled at Ravenclaw. So that was that. Anyway, you were under there twice as long as anyone else. Everybody at the Ravenclaw table was talking about it and asking me about you. Were you arguing about once you'd been put in Slytherin? I knew it was bound to be Gryffindor. Rubbish. You don't know any such thing. But as it happened, 
I didn't ask anything. It doesn't work like that, does it? No. The older ones were talking about the sorting song in the common room after the feast. They've written down all the words, a line each. Isn't that cool? They do it every year and they have all the previous years on a special shelf. They said the hat hadn't given out a warning like that in years. They were all trying to work out what it meant. Some of them thought the school was in danger again, but others said that that couldn't be true. They said the sorting hat was going mad and should be retired. It was fascinating. I don't know what to think myself, but the sorting hat is a bit scary, isn't it? All that magic sitting on your head. I wouldn't say scary. Listen, Rosie, I need your advice about something. Okay, but not now. I think we're about to start. The teacher's looking at us. Oh, look, there's Scorpius. Hey, Scorpius, come over here with us. There's a spare broom next to me. Hi, you two. Ugh, I'm freezing. Exciting, though, isn't it? Flying being our first lesson, I mean. I suppose so. Okay, you lot. One at a time, starting from this end. You, what's your name, young lady? It's Layla, miss. That's Madame Hooch to you. You're first. Hold your hand over the broom and tell it to come up. She's not doing very well, is she? She looks like a beginner. Are you nervous? Nervous? Why? Don't you know how to fly? Of course I do. Hey, stop shoving. Who do you think you are, barging in like that? Look at this. It's the famous Albus Severus Potter. I didn't know you had friends in high places, Malfoy. Al, this is Cyril. He's a friend of mine from Slytherin. Well... I am a friend of yours too, and I was here first, so shove off, Cyril. Yes, get your own broom. If you can find one that'll let you sit on it, that is. Rude pig. What's going on over there? Get back in line. That means you. Yes, go on, Cyril. I'll see you at lunch. Better watch it, Potter. You too, ginger nut. See you later, Malfoy. What a git. Did you hear what he called me? What a nerve. If I wasn't in a lesson, I'd have hexed him. Is he really a friend of yours, Scorpius? I'm not sure. He keeps following me around, but I don't know why. Because he never says anything. Just laughs. Then all the others laugh, too. You've got to stand up for yourself, Scorp. He will walk all over you if you don't. Easy for you to say. You don't have to share a room with him. Are those the other Slytherins? Over by that tree? Yes. They're the ones who laughed. They don't look so bad. Can't you make friends with them instead? Maybe. I've just remembered. I think I know that boy Cyril. It's the piggy nose that reminded me. His dad works at the Ministry, something high up in magical games and sports. Do you remember, Al? You saw him at the Quidditch World Cup? No way. You mean his dad's that Zachariah Smith who's always on the wireless shouting his mouth off? Mum hates his guts. Everybody does. Next! Oh, that's you, Scorpius. Ignore them. Up. Up! That's it. He's off. He's a pretty good flyer. Look how his hands are shaking, though. Yeah. He's not getting on very well in Slytherin so far, is he? That smith will flatten him if he doesn't toughen up a bit. He's settling down now. Wonder what position he plays. Seeker? He's turning. Look how balanced he is. Best than me, I reckon. No, you're faster. We'll see, won't we? On this old nag. Up!
How did I do? You were really good, but what does it matter? It's not Quidditch trials. Oh, nothing. It's just Cyril and the others kept saying at breakfast that the school brooms were temperamental and I was bound to fall off because I'm a... A what? A wimp. They said I wouldn't be able to hold on, but they were wrong. They were just trying to rattle you. You did really well. I bet you and Albus will be fighting it out as Seeker in a few years. I prefer Chaser. And Auntie Ginny said I could be as good as James for practice my catching. If you think Al's fast, just watch me. Up. Wow, look at her go. Yeah, she could be really good. She got nose better over the summer, but she doesn't practice enough. Do you fly a lot when you're at home? All the time. Rosie said your brother's pretty good. He's already on the Gryffindor team, Chaser. He wants to go professional as soon as he turns 17. Wow. I have to make the team next year. Wouldn't that be amazing? I suppose so. Rosie's more of a credit's nut than I am. That was fun. Was I faster, Scorp? I forgot to watch, actually. Sorry. Oh, stop apologising for everything. It makes no difference to me. What was it you wanted to ask me about earlier, Albus? Oh, that. Yeah, um... I need a plan for getting to Professor McGonagall's office. The headmistress? Are you mad? Do you want us to get in trouble in our very first week? Calm down, will you? It's not my idea. Shh! Madam Hooch is getting restless again. We can talk about it later. But you don't have to get into trouble, Rosie. I just need help coming up with something. Don't be silly. Of course I'm in it with you. It'll be difficult, that's all. We don't want to get expelled. I'll help if you like. Cool. Let's all have lunch together. Can we do that? Sit on the same table, I mean. I didn't see anyone sitting on the wrong table at breakfast. Or last night at the feast. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe it's a bit public anyway. All right, then. Let's meet outside, by the greenhouses. What's this about then, Albus? And why do we have to stand around in the cold? Because we don't want to attract attention, that's why. It's important we aren't overheard. Not wimping out on us then, are you, Scorpius? No, but I'm getting dirty looks from Cyril's lot over there. Can't we go and stand under that tree instead? No, we can't. Don't you know anything? What did I say? That's the Wumping Willow. I'll take your head off if you go near it. It broke my dad's leg. Just ignore them, Scorpius. They can't hear us. It's like I said before. When I was being sorted, just before it yelled out Gryffindor, it said, Come and find me and put me on. Then, when I asked how, it said I should seek help from whoever's just been sorted. That's where you come in. I need your help to figure out how to get into Professor McGonagall's office, because that's where the sorting hat lives. Fred told me. But it doesn't make sense, Al. Why would the sorting hat want you to get in trouble in your very first week? Are you sure it said, put me on? Maybe it was putting you on. I think the older students are right. It's going crazy in its old age. I said it was too old to do its job properly. The hat may be weird, but it's not mad. I'm just glad I managed to persuade it to put me in Slytherin. Wow, you think a lot of yourself, Scorp. Do you really think it was all your decision? He was the one who said it takes your choice into account. I know I did. I just don't think it's as straightforward as that. What he means is the hat's a lot cleverer than you are. Oh, stop arguing, you two. Do you want to help or not? 
Not if she's going to keep calling me names. Oh, for heaven's sake, why don't you just go back to your Slytherin friends then? Oh, look, they're on their way over to get you. That's all we need. The bell's going to go in a minute. What have we here? Malfoy and Potter, the odd couple. <laughs> and I don't exist, I suppose. Did I just hear something, lads? Nope, didn't think so. Leave her alone, Cyril. Leave her alone, Cyril. Ooh, I'm scared. <laughs> I can take care of myself, thanks, Scorp. What do you want, Smith? You've got something of ours, and we want it back. What are you on about? Can't you just shove off? We're busy. You don't get to tell me to shove off, Potter. Who do you think you are? I don't suppose your famous father would be too happy if he knew who you were hanging around with. I don't know what you're talking about. Stick to your own and stay away from Slytherin House. We don't want you hanging around. Malfoy's one of ours, even if he is a little squirt. One of yours? Who do you think you are? It's all right, Rose. I'll say what's right where you're concerned, squirt. Let go of him. Right now. No problem. Ow! That's it. Rosie, don't get involved. You're fine, aren't you, Scorp? Yeah, fine. Just let me at him, the big bully. He's not worth it. Oh no, Scorpius, you've got a huge lump on your head. Oh, Scorpius, have you got a big lumpy wumpy on your ickle head? Lucky you've got a girl to protect you. Get off me, Rose. It's none of your business. Oi! Don't shout to her like that, mate. She's only trying to help. I'm fine. I don't need help from a girl. Or from anyone. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> this is a waste of time. Come on, Rosie. Let's go back inside. Fine with me. See you later, Scorp. If your friends will let you out of their sight. Wait a minute. This isn't over. It needs settling. Oh, what now for Merlin's sake? Can't anyone get a quiet life around here? I'm calling wizards, still. So Malfoy here can prove he's not a wimp and deserves to be in Slytherin. I'll fight you right now. Not me, you stupid little wimp. You'll fight Potter here, and I'll be your second. That's how it's done. Me fight Scorp? What for? It was me who yelled out anyway. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, Rose. You're right. Forget it. Shut it, Squirt. You're fighting Potter unless you want the whole school to know what a wimp you are. This is ridiculous. Ignore him, Scorp. No. He's right. We should have a duel. What? Scorpius? Don't listen to him. Actually, I think it's the best idea anyone's come up with in the last half hour. Oh, yes, totally. Scorp's absolutely right, Albus. You have to duel. But it was nothing. Fighting for no reason stupid. It's the perfect solution, Al. I'll be your second. Yes, we should definitely duel. What about at night? I agree. Shall we say Saturday at midnight? Fine with me. Oh, I mean, okay, whatever. Right, that's settled. Coming with us, Malfoy. Yeah, I will. I've had enough of these lot. Low-life Gryffindor scum. We'll make a Slytherin out of you yet, Malfoy. Wow, Smith's really thick, isn't he? I don't think he's stupid, just really full of himself. Why don't I ever come up with things like that? Scorp's idea, not mine. I like it. It should land you in plenty of hot water. But look, you and Scorpius won't actually fight, will you? Smith seems determined to cause trouble between the two of you. We'll work something out. It must be nearly time for lessons. I've got Transfiguration with Professor Crumb. It's so exciting.
Lucky you. I've just got herbology with Neville. You should really stop calling him that, Al. Oh my goodness, the bell. I must hurry. Hi, Albus. Wait for me. Hey, Scorpius. Where's Rose? Dunno. Library, I expect. On a Friday afternoon? Sick, isn't it? What have you been up to? I've hardly seen you these past few days. I thought we should keep out of each other's way until the duel. Rosie agreed with me. All set for tomorrow night? Yeah, I reckon. We'll show that Pratt Smith. Is he still hassling you? Off and on. I don't know what his problem is. Maybe he'll leave me alone when he realises I'm not going to stop being friends with you and Rose just because he says so. You're okay with the plan? We get to the third floor corridor, wait till we're about to start drawing, then get Smith. Do you think it'll work? I've never done anything like this before. If Rosie says it'll work, it will. Her plans always do. You know Cyril's been talking about turning up with the whole gang. In case you don't play by the rules, he says. He's got at least one thing right, then. It'll be fine. We'll just get all of them and leave them where we planned. Tied up in the trophy room. You've got it. Look, me and Rosie do this sort of stuff all the time. Don't worry about it. All right, then. Just remember, we've got to catch Smith off guard. So we've got to make the duel look real. When Rosie counts, we both pretend to disarm each other. Then we jump them. Yeah, I've got it. Look, I've got to go. I'm already late. Where are you going? The round building, down by the lake. Isn't that where the gamekeeper lives? Yeah, Hagrid. You've seen him. Massive hairy bloke who sits next to Professor Longbottom at meals. Why are you going to see him? He's a friend. Well, a friend of my dad's, really. He invited me. Oh. What? Nothing. I think you're lucky, that's all. You know so many people here. All your cousins and half the teachers as well. I suppose. And everyone knows your name. <laughs> What's good about that? People looking at me funny and teachers going on about Dad all the time just because we both got black hair and glasses. What do they think I'm going to do? Produce a Patronus on the spot or something? It's a nightmare. Maybe it's why Smith's got it in for you. I don't know. He doesn't seem to need much of a reason to pick on people. That's true. He hates my guts too. And definitely not because teachers are giving me soppy smiles the whole time. Oh, don't remind me. Who is that weird bat with the glasses, anyway? No idea. Tell you what. You should come and stay with us at Christmas. Then you'd know everyone I know. Really? I've never visited anyone before, except Grandmother and Grandfather, of course. Of course. Wouldn't have said it otherwise. Are you sure, though? What about your parents? I'll check with Mum and Dad, of course. But they're bound to say yes. Thank you very much for asking me. Calm down. It's only my family, not tickets to the World Cup. Right, I'm going. See you at midnight. Hey, Hagrid. You in there? Hey, Who's that? Oh, it's you, young Albus. Come in, come in. Don't let all that cold air in. We've got a situation here. Should I come back another... Oh, 
Sit down, would you? You'll scare them. I know you. I've seen you in my herbology class. Have you? Hagrid, could you pass me the feeding bottle? I think this one's hungry again. What are those? Baby gisops. They look like sausages squashed together in a pan. Cute. I've never seen one before. I found them in the forest. Their mother had been killed by a thestral, most likely, so I brought them here to Professor Hagrid. What were you doing in the forest? Exploring, of course. You do know it's called the Forbidden Forest, don't you? <laughs> I've already warned her. You won't be going in again. I don't see why. At home I helped look after a forest bigger than this one and ten times as dangerous. All the children are taught to know its hidden ways and how to avoid traps and savage beasts. Hi, oh, she's a brave one. Ought to be in Gryffindor, not Hufflepuff, if you ask me. You're wrong about our forest, mind. It's bigger than it looks from the outside, and as for dangers, let's not get too cocky. Cup of tea, Albus. Oh, dear. Would you look at that? We only went and used up the last of the milk on the gissops. Do you want water instead? I've got some cakes here. You'd best have someone to drink with it. It's okay. I can see you're busy. I'll come down another time. Boy, probably for the best. Pass us that blanket over there, young Layla. I'll make him up a bed in the corner. I'll be off then. Nice meeting you. Um, didn't catch your name. It's Layla. Bye. See you around. Huh. I need to bother going. Albus, over here. Where? I can't see a thing. Behind the suit of armour. Careful, don't knock it over. Come on. Going to be late to meet them. Better hurry. Did you get out of Gryffindor Tower all right? I think so. I heard someone just as I came down the stairs. But they went the other way. I keep thinking about what Professor McGonagall said at the feast last week. That the staff do regular patrols and anyone caught wandering the castle after curfew will be severely punished. Yes, I do remember. So I'd better keep quiet. How was your visit with Hagrid yesterday? It was short. Gosh, you're in a bad mood. It's because you know this plan isn't going to work, isn't it? Are you sure you want to go through with it? What do you mean? I mean, are we really going to trip Scorpius? Look, we agreed. I know, but there's still time to go back to the original plan. No, this is the best way. I just don't see how letting him win is going to help him in the long run. He'll probably beat me anyway. Oh, come off it. What if he guesses? He'll hate us forever. He's really proud, you know. We went over this. All of us taking on Smith won't solve anything. He'll just keep picking on Scorp worse than ever. But this way Smith will think you're the wimp. Like I care what that prat thinks of me. But what about our plan? It was such a good one. Not really. I wasn't going to say it, but it would never have worked. Why ever not? Because I need to get into Professor McGonagall's office when she's not around, don't I? What was I going to say? Excuse me, headmistress. Mind if I just pop the sorting hat on for a minute or two before you punish me? I never thought that. Never mind. This is still our big chance to get one over on Smith, so it'll be worth it. We're here. This is the trophy room. Is the door open? Hang on. I think so. Give us a bit of light, but not too much.
Lemos. Oh, hi, Scott. Got here at last, I see. About time. We thought you'd chickened out. Hey, Smith, who are all this lot? It's supposed to be just you and Scorpius. You expect me to trust a Potter and a Weasley without backup? Everyone knows you're all cheats and bullies. How dare you? Whatever you say, Smith. I reckon it's better than being cowards and traitors anyway. Watch it, Potter. We're not going to cheat. So just keep your goons under control. I'm here to fight Malfoy. No one else. Is he ready? Um, yeah. Of course. Right then, I'll count down. If that's all right with you, Smith. Suppose. On my count. One, two, three. Expelliarmus! Get him, Malfoy! I don't believe it! He got me! What? Hey, is that it? Malfoy won? Go, Malfoy! Yeah, right. Go, Malfoy. You showed him. I don't understand. Al, what's going on? Do we get them now? Shh! We can't now. I messed up. So the plan's off. Just play along. Come on, Rosie. Let's go. What's the matter, Potter? He beat you fair and square. Bet you wish you cheated now. Hadn't you better run off to bed while the going's good, coward? Come on, Malfoy. Let's leave these losers to it. Uh, okay. Well, that's that. I don't think he suspected anything. Not yet, anyway. Let's hope we can get back to bed now, without getting caught. <laughs> What's that noise? Is it the Slytherins coming back? I don't think so. Thirsties! Ickle Thirsties out of bed! It's Peeves! Oh no. Split up! I'll draw him off, and you get back to Ravenclaw Tower. I can't leave you. Just go! Thirsty in the third floor corridor! Thirsty on the stairs! Who's there? Thirsty in Gryffindor Tower! All right, Peeves, I've got the message. Now, get lost. Peeves, get lost! Peeves, get lost! <laughs> Hi, Neville. I mean, Professor Longbottom. It's me. Albus? Out roaming the corridors in your very first week of term? You do realise it's forbidden, don't you? Um, yeah. Care to tell me why? Can I just say, I'm sorry and it won't happen again? Albus, if you don't have a good explanation, it's an automatic detention. You know that. Okay. These rules are for your safety, Al. I know. I really am sorry. That's all I've got to say. Ah, you're covering for someone else. Do you have to give me detention? No. No, I don't have to. I could let you off with a warning. That is, if... I believe you're telling the truth when you say that nothing like this is going to happen again. I am, honestly. All right, then. Thanks, Neville. That's Professor Al, when we're at school, please. And, and don't go running away with the idea that this isn't serious. What if Professor McGonagall had been the one to catch you? You want to be the first Potter expelled from Hogwarts? No, Professor. Shall I say the password? Uh, ho hold on. You might not have noticed this yet, but the fat lady can be a bit touchy. No need to wake her if we don't have to. How are we going to get in, then? Oh, I have the key. That doesn't look like a key. It's shaped like the G of Gryffindor on the school crest. Well, it opens this door and any other door with a password. To me, that makes it a key. 
Anthony never wakes up the fat lady. Watch. There you are. Good night, Nev. I mean, Professor. Good night, Al. Join us for the next episode as Albus, Rose, and Scorpius discover a curious artifact and receive a helping hand from a very unusual ally. What do they have planned for the Halloween feast? And which familiar faces are watching over the friends? This week's Pottercast Acting Troupe episode featured the voice talents of Matt Armstrong, Michael Beckett, Susie B, Caroline Fonseca, Eric Lessinger, Izzy Martin, Stacey Morano, and Rachel Proudfoot. It was produced by Angela Hohenstein, Becky Maturo, Joe Mativier, Rachel Proudfoot, Christy Thede, and Kevin Toma. We're back. Coming back. <laughs> nice. I really loved it. Episode two. I'm so glad that Jane, uh, oh my gosh, Albus got sorted into Gryffindor. Oh, but yeah, episode three, I think, is already in production, already taping, so... Uh, it better be, because be I much, need, much I need my be. fix. I want to I wanna know. I got to know what happened. I'm really, like a, really impressed like a, with this. I'm loving it. It's yeah. like a serial, it's like a good old serial drama that used to be yeah, on the radio. Yeah, radio. You know? Yeah. Oh, so nice. Tune in next week! Uh-uh. Tune in next week, yeah. <laughs> Drink your Ovaltine! <laughs> Hey guys, since the recording of the last live show, we can now announce to you who our guests for the, uh, for next week are. And no, despite John's teasing, they are not J.K. Rowling and President Barack Obama, but they of course are welcome to come on the show whenever they want. Just to clear that up. No, it's the next best thing. It's the Vlog Brothers, John and Hank Green, who are tearing up YouTube and making the world safe for nerds. Come join us at our live show this Thursday, January 29th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at ustream.tv slash channel slash Pottercast. You can find the link just clickable on leakynews.com. All the links will be available there throughout the week. And if you missed the live show, no worries. You will get it on your Pottercast feed recorded as always. Uh... Okay. Oh, but I'm really excited. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be yeah. a fun time. Um, and it, and if you like that, you should also like LeakyCon. Is all I'm saying. I know. Yes. Um, speaking of LeakyCon, Leaky I just hate to say this broken record, but please, uh, February first, uh, the the registration rates yep. are going to go up. So if you want to take advantage of the lower rates, go ahead and register because they're going fast. Oh, I'm just saying you should move now. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. I have got to do the Japanese voice now. Now I want you to. <laughs> okay, hold on. Send me the link real quick. I need to. I need to watch it real quick. I just a little clip of it to brush up. <laughs> Put the link in the in the chat real quick. My my what, windows are tra- all closed. The trailer to the the trailer. Yeah. Oh, I guess I can go with my history browser history. Browser a history. Browser. <laughs> <laughs> at it for the some reason the first time YouTube? oh no yeah it's blocking youtube right now i must have got lucky the first time i just i remember it going like uh, harry potter oh dumbledore oh. <laughs> i i need to listen to it i'm not doing it right oh okay well maybe next week we'll get we'll get 
<laughs> Alright, guys. Do we have any other announcements or anything like that to do right now? Any other go? announcements? Um, 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 watch, watch Leaky um, for even bigger fun things. That next oh. week's show. Keep an eye on Leaky. Just you should saying. keep an eye on Leaky. Because there's always something in the world that's worth keeping an eye on things for. It is. Uh. Alright! Anyway, kids and gang, uh, we already figured it out from last week to not bother your with your friends, but um, for this week, keep twiddling your dials. The next password will be Alaska. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're just terrible. We're just awful at this. Okay. It's your turn, Melissa. Another save. Keep faith. Good night. Good night. We've missed it. W three. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs>